There's a couple, every time you write a sermon or you're writing things, um, you think of different messages, different themes. And uh, today, of course, it's Thanksgiving. And, um, but also, it goes along with this, is the power to choose or thy will be done. So you got three topics here, three titles that we could look at and establish which, which of these is the most appropriate. We'll, we'll take a vote afterwards yeah, and see which one's right. right. I'll ask some of the ladies to give me some direction. So <laughs> that was in Sunday school. That was a little joke in Sunday school. So, um, but anyhow, thanks giving not thanksgiving you know we put the, the we put the two words together you know we have this ho- this holiday this celebration called thanksgiving well in reality it is the giving of thanks and also it is the power to choose the power to choose a compliment left unsaid is a wasted thought a compliment left unsaid unstated is a wasted thought so whenever we think of something good we should say it When we think of something that is positive, we should declare it. Well, we don't want to embarrass them. Embarrass them. (laughs) And if people are embarrassed by a compliment, okay, that's okay. Would they be more embarrassed by something derogatory? We think of thoughts and we have all these things that are presented to us, so we are choosing how we're going to say, we're choosing what we're going to say, we're choosing the attitude and the expression that we have whenever we say it. So it's difficult to connect that. We determine our attitude. (laughs) You know, we, I, determine my attitude, not the events of the day. Uh, you can say amen at that or just point to somebody and say, see, I told you that, you know, you know. I, I, I've been telling you that all along, you know. You need to change your attitude, you know. So attitudes are chosen. <laughs> it's Jose, it's a, it's a Twitter. <laughs> Turn my cell phone off. Hello? Yeah, God. Oh, hi, God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll tell them. All right, thank you. He says to be thankful. <laughs> so we are to be thankful. So giving thanks. So it's, it's often this, this whole idea, there's a disconnect between our responsibility to choose correctly and how that we are going to respond to the situation. So it's a, diffi- it's a difficult connection that we determine our choices and that we determine our directions, and we determine how we are going to handle the events of every day. These are determined by us, not by others. And, you know, is is tomorrow going to be a good day? Well, I don't know. What what happens? doesn't matter what happens. Is this afternoon going to be a good afternoon? Is lunch or dinner going to be good today? (laughs) Is it going to be good? And the answer is, well, what do you choose? Well, it depends on how it tastes. (laughs) No, what do you choose? Choose. See, it's a a difficult connection that we determine to give thanks or we determine not to give thanks. We will discover the value of being thankful we will discover the value of being thankful right where we're at. 
and that's a challenge. You know, I read this this week, and it was, there are two kinds of people in the world. There are those who say to God, thy will be done, and there are the ones that God says to them, to us, thy will be done. There's only two kinds of people. The ones who say yes to God and those whom God says yes to them. (laughs) You see, all that we are, (laughs) all that we ever hope to be, is in our choosing of the direction we're going to go. And it is in, as we pray and as we're asking God for guidance, we are asking God to teach us, to help us, to let us see things in a manner that, will, that we will understand and we will make choices. And the, the most difficult choices are that, that we make are the ones that we don't see the outcomes and don't feel that the outcomes are, are the ones that we want, but yet we still know that it's the right thing to do. And that's where our values come in, and that's where our values of what God has given us are so important because they set up perimeters. They are guide rails, <laughs> You know, you know, and, and you get on the highway, and those are guardrails. Well, actually, they're guide rails because they're not going to guard you. They're going to guide you should you go off course. But, uh, you know, there are plenty of people who go over the, gui- the guide rails because <laughs> they're whatever. But anyhow, we see that there are guide rails along the, the road of life. And so we are determined then to follow the guidance of God's laws because in those guidelines that God gives us, they offer to us freedom to choose, to choose directions in our life that will eventually take us to the right places in our life. So to those who seek, they find. To those who knock, the door is opened. And to those who desire peace, they pursue it. You know, it's, it's surprising that sometimes after long conflicts, within individuals or families or groups, that, you know, the desire is, you know, I just want peace. (laughs) I don't want to be right. I don't want to be wrong. I just want peace. And the challenge is that if we pursue peace, we will find it. The idea of loving and caring, if we pursue it, we will find it. If we are grateful, we will find things to be thankful for. Psalm Psalm 19, verse 14 It says to us, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Thanksgiving begins with words. (laughs) Thanksgiving begins with words. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation. You see, what we're doing is we're looking to God for the acceptance of our words. We're looking to God for the acceptance of our thoughts. Meditation is spending time in a quiet reflection, spending time in quiet thought. So let my words, the things that I say, and my quiet thoughts, the quiet thoughts of my heart, the things that I think over. (laughs) Do you ever find yourself angry because of your thoughts? (laughs) <laughs> you know, if you listen to <laughs> certain individuals speak, if you listen to or think over 
certain events that have happened and we start musing over things that that um, create attitudes and anger and frustration but what were God what were the scriptures saying here let my words the things that I say and the thoughts be approved of in God's sight so we are asking God's approval upon what we're saying we're asking God's approval upon what we are thinking over and he is my strength and you know I looked this up and I, I We'd say, well, being strength is strong, lifting up. But strength is the one that provides me with qualities to deal with all difficulties. <laughs> qualities to deal with all difficulties. That's, the Web that's from Merriam-Webster, the dictionary. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't write it. I didn't write that one, all right? The one that provides me with the qualities to deal with all difficulties. So the Lord is my strength, the one who provides me with the qualities to deal with all difficulties, with determination. The Lord is my strength. I have the quality to deal with. It isn't something that's above my pay grade. <laughs> it isn't something that's above my skill level. It is God has given me the qualities and the determination and the decisiveness and the desire. That's what strength is. The qualities to deal with difficulties, determination, decisiveness, desire for service to my Redeemer. So the Redeemer, my Lord, is my Redeemer, my strength and my Redeemer. And Redeemer is the one who has taken that which was unpleasant, bad and corrupt, and made it better. So the Lord is my strength, my Redeemer. So he gives me the ability, the quality, to be able to look at this, to be able to deal with it, to be able to make the determination, the decisiveness, the desire, and the readiness to serve, and taking that which is unpleasant, that which is corrupt, and making it better. The Lord is my strength and my Redeemer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Thanksgiving. Thanks is a good feeling towards someone who has helped me. So I am developing an attitude of gratefulness to God who is helping me. Psalm, I didn't give you these ones, so they're not going to be up there. Psalm 92.1. Psalm 92.1 says, It is good to give thanks. Uh, unto the Lord, to sing praises unto his name, O Most High. So it is a good thing to give thanks. Psalm 105, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Psalm 106, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercies endureth forever. Give thanks <laughs> is to appreciate what God has done. To appreciate and to give thanks to God, so it is be like being very specific that I am being thankful to God for the good things he has brought into my life. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Giving thanks for an outcome before there is an outcome um, determines what the outcome will be. 
Got that one? Write that one down. Yeah, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> still working on the first one. All right. Yeah, he's still working at tweeting all this stuff in my bow. My phone will bzz, bzz, you know, in my pocket. But give thanks for an outcome before there is an outcome determines the outcome. Giving thanks for an outcome before there is an outcome determines the outcome. Got that? All right. <laughs> so, giving thanks for an outcome. You see, it says in everything give thanks, okay? What we're going to take for the next few moments, we're going to list a list of everything. <laughs> All right, we're going to list the list of everything. What is everything? <laughs> everything. Everybody say everything. All right. In everything, in everything, in everything. Let's do it one more time. In everything. All right, so we, we have a list of what everything is. Give thanks. Yeah. In everything, give thanks. Well, but I don't see how this is going to be any good. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole purpose. When God is telling us to give thanks, when the scriptures are declaring for us to give thanks, it isn't that I can see. You see, there's a problem with this, this sentence. <laughs> I do not see how this is going to be any good. The problem is with the first letter of the sentence. I. I. Now, it's not the E-Y-E. <laughs> it's the I of my heart. The self-centeredness of what I, with my thinking and my logic and my perception and my understanding and everything that I've done, not done, will do, all that. I don't see this cognitive person hasn't got a clue about how it's going to happen. Now, if you had a dollar or a million dollars to invest, and you, and that was all you had to invest, it was your total income, your total life savings was a dollar, or you had a million dollars, but you were restricted with what this, 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 this cash that you had you were restricted that you had to invest it in the stock market. Okay? Now, what would be our, my first reaction is, I don't see any good in it. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't see any good in it. I don't understand it. Therefore, I don't see how investing is going to bring a return. I met someone who is responsible for $14 billion. <laughs> $14 billion. They oversee $14 billion in investing. Now, evidently, they see how to do it very well. <laughs> because the company, the corporation or whatever that they own or work with, is doing very well, and continue, people continue to place money under their care. So they have $14 billion that they are investing, and we're looking at our dollar, 
or our million, whatever it is, and we're wondering, I don't see any good in it. But there is good there. See, there is good there. There's a way to do this if you know how to approach it. And if you know how to, the, the, the market works and how to invest and when to sell and when not to sell and all this. Thing. I remember our, our district um, superintendent years ago, he was, he's the one who started up the, his fund and investments for, for the church. And, you know, he was, they were hoping to maybe get a million dollars. And I think they have like 15, 20 million now or more than that. And he said, and his thought was, he said, if you're going to invest in the stock market, he said, you can't have one ounce of greed. Because if you have one ounce of greed, you're going to lose everything you have. Because greed will not allow you to sell when you should. Or to invest where you should or where you feel you should. Because greed will hold on too long or hold back too long. And see, whenever we're looking at giving thanks, well, we're basically saying, should I invest myself in this? Should I deposit what I am, who I am by my giving of thanks? Should I deposit who I am in this, or should I withhold it? Well, it's almost like if I give it to someplace that doesn't belong, I'm going to lose it. But when does giving thanks ever lose its value? When does giving thanks diminish in interest? <laughs> it's surprising how many people, you know, for, for Rhonda with school and other teachers, you know, that the, the students will come up the next year or many years later and say, I remember and I always appreciated when and see the little investments that we did, the dollar, the two dollars, the smile, the little investments, the, you know, you're going, it's going to be okay, you'll make it. Those seemingly insignificant investments have brought back great dividends in people's lives. Thy will be done. When we say that to God, thy will be done, it's I'm surrendering this whole thing to you, God. And I'm asking for your wisdom and your guidance in my life. But you see, sometimes in my greed, in my hurt, in my reserves, I don't want to say anything because I'll look pretty foolish if I say thank you. If I give thanks. You see how that we turn that around? We don't need to turn it around. Let it be. Let it go. You know, but God, I didn't see it that way. I didn't see any good in this. And see, that's the whole purpose of thy will be done is because I can't see it. I, I, the eye that I look through, the eye that is my personality, the eye that is my abilities and things that I know, the, the cognitive me, the logical me that puts all this stuff together, I don't see it. But this is where our faith comes in and says that, that I have to see beyond my blurred vision. Psalm 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In battle, in life, we need strength. We need to hold up physically, emotionally, spiritually 
The Lord is my strength. So the Lord is giving me, providing me strength for this. The Lord is my strength and my shield, my protector, my shield of faith. That part of me that is able, you know, <laughs> it, it's, I, I think it's interesting sometimes what, what robs us of our strength. What robs us of our joy? Sometimes it can be, it's winter. <laughs> Sometimes it can be Monday. Sometimes it can be an individual. A sh- you know, um, something doesn't work the way we want. It's, you know, I liken it to, you know, some of those movies, you know, you watch and they have the archers in the background and they just pull up the air. They're not aiming at any one person. They're just pulling back and letting them roll to a certain location. And I think that doubts and fears and dismay and all that stuff is like a continual barrage of arrows coming at us, you know. But our shield, ever watch the Romans? They had shields that were about body length, body height, and they would just flip them up. And it didn't matter how many arrows they sent over, they were protected. Then you see those little people running around with these little shields like this, and they're going like this. They get stuck all over and die, you know? Well, in our life, I think all these arrows are flying over at us, and doubts and things will upset us and get us off course. And the Bible says, in everything, give thanks. What's everything? Everything. What is everything? Everything is everything. And everything give thanks. So my faith is protecting me that there, the doubts of my life and the doubts that are hurled over at me, you know, indiscriminately. You know, we can do one day and find it very joyful and the next day very discouraging. What happened? Uh, is there any arrows coming? <laughs> Where's our faith? Faith is our shield to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. It protects us. Oh, this is bad. This is, this is bad today. This is a bad day. It's a real bad day. Well, is it? What makes it a bad day? Well, you know, I was, um, I was, I was going out my driveway, and there's ice on it, and I, I slid. And it, it's a bad day. <laughs> no, it's winter. <laughs> My faith stops the arrows. You see, everything give thanks. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him. My heart greatly rejoices. My heart trusts, my heart rejoices. You see, it's, 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 a, it's a heart thing. It's a character thing. I feel thankful towards God who is at work in all things. God is at work in all things. So, isn't it, you notice the word everything and all things? <laughs> that it pretty much pertains to everything and all things. <laughs> everything give thanks. In all things, this is the will of God in Christ. Everything in all things. Okay? Any leftovers, anything left out of that. Everything in all things. Philippians 4.4, 4. rejoice in the Lord always. So there's everything, all things, and always. Everything, <laughs> everything, all things, and always. 
Are we missing, are we including? <laughs> Everything, all things, always. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Why? Because God is coming back. But until he comes, we will look to God, we will look to God in all things. See, rejoicing isn't in necessarily, we look at life, we look at the bad things of life. Oh, I need to be happy in those bad things. I rejoice in God because God can help me go through all things. I, it isn't that I'm looking at the difficulties I, you know, wrecked or this went bad, that went bad. Well, I'm looking that God is my provision in all things. You know, I, I'm happy that I smashed my car. <laughs> I didn't smash it, but you know, you come on. Well, I just had a wreck. Well, glory to God, I'm so grateful. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, the, send him to the emergency room. He needs help. So, well, but the idea is, I don't understand why this happened, but thank God he is with me to go through all things. So in my giving of thanks, I am giving thanks to God for being with me, and he is my provider, and he is the one who will sustain me. He is the one who will guide me. He is the one. I am thankful to God that in the difficulty, he is there, and that his hand will be there, and his protection will be there, and whatever I need will be there. So rejoicing the Lord always is rejoicing in God in everything, what are the three? Everything, always, all things. <laughs> Everything, always, all things. So God is my strength. He's my redeemer. He's my shield. I will greatly rejoice in him. You see, and, the, and, the, and the one other thing, the, in, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, thy will be done. Where? On earth as what? Is it in heaven? Okay. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there are no objections and there are no questions. Why? Because God rules with an iron fist. <laughs> when does it ever say that God rules with an iron fist? Never. God is love and there is a divine trust. Those who didn't trust God got kicked out. You know, devil and the fallen angels. But there's a divine trust, a divine love, which leads to obedience and the following of God's will. Not because, there was a study done that love is an overriding factor to lust, to um, bitterness, to forgiveness. All the, love is an overriding factor in our, in our emotions and in our mind, love is an overriding factor to everything else. So where our greatest love is, our greatest love overrides all these other things. And our, God's love for us overrides. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Why? Because God loves us. God allows us to put things straight in our life by forgiving and letting go of all the garbage. Once all the garbage is gone, we now have a clear slate 
a clear vision that God loves me above everything else. And this pinnacle of love in my life holds all things together. So when I am thankful for all things, I am thankful for God being with me as I handle all the things in the pyramid that descends from him. In everything, give thanks. To see God in everything. See, it isn't that I am focused on the weather, the house, <laughs> the job, the government, the whatever. I am focused on God. In everything, give thanks to see God in everything. I am giving thanks because God is with me. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. In giving thanks, I want to see the hand of God in those difficulties. I give thanks because God, he is not the originator of everything, but God is the one who will give me strength to go through everything, no matter who originates it. Give thanks. God, let thy will be done. Thy will be done in earth, in me as it is in heaven. Let there not be anything in me that opposes the will of God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Let what I am thinking, what I am saying, what I am going over in my my heart and my mind, let thy will be done. May I have a divine trust. May I express a divine trust that I will give thanks in everything, always, for all things. There is a divine trust, not in the things that I see, but in an outcome that is beyond what I can see. I have a divine trust. I believe that God will make a difference in me so that what I do will have an outcome that is according to his will. So therefore I give thanks that I might see the hand of God in the difficulty. I don't like the difficulty, but I trust God. In everything, give thanks. For all things, always. There is a divine good. There is a divine purpose. So that the words of my mouth reflect the divine purpose. The, th the thoughts, the meditations of my heart reflect a trust that God is at work in all things. I will start <laughs> thanking God now for the accomplishments of a divine purpose as I face all things. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his Son. And now, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us.
I am giving thanks, everything, always, for what God has done. Because I see the hand of God. There's a divine trust. No, I don't see it. I believe it. And there is an outcome that's coming because of my trust in God. So in everything, everything, all things, always, give thanks. Shall we stand? (laughs) Would you like me to sing this for you? Yeah, okay. You would really want to give thanks for that, right? <laughs> now, I'm not going to sing, but give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son. He's the one who makes it all good. Not me, not you, not what we see. And now, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, because of what the Lord has done. You see? So when we're giving thanks, the poor say we are rich, and the weak say they are strong. God is going to bring good to this. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that this is a special holiday season it is a time to give thanks give thanks it reminds us to be people to be people of the heart to be people who live to be thankful god i thank you that you love us you forgive us of our sins you look beyond our faults you see our needs Let us establish this divine trust, Lord, in you that when I am weak, I will find strength. When I am poor, I know that I am rich. When I know that I am in need, I am thankful because of your provision. When I see things that need done, I am thankful for your strength and your wisdom to do. Lord, when I am aware of the impossibilities, I am grateful for the possibilities that exist in you. When I find myself in difficult places, I am grateful because you are the one who gives strength and direction in difficult times. God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for these, your people, for each one, for their heart, their life. I am thankful for your touch upon their lives and the great things that you have done for us. Amen? Amen. Turn to someone and say, you know, I'm thankful you're here.